Girl Georgette, aka the Preaker, CEO, founder, creator Woo-hoo. of Prayer Tours, Ignite Her Country Club, all that good stuff, whatever, whatever. But right now, y'all, I'm super excited. I know people be like, you say that every time you start a podcast, but I do like I'm super excited, and I'm always super excited because first of all, I love to talk, and then second, <laughs> but I get to sit down. And talk with some awesome, amazing people. Y'all listen, and Stacy and I was over here just we was like doing podcasts before I even yes, hit. I was we like, were. Let, me hit, let me hit this record button. Wait a minute, because we're dropping some stuff that people need to hear. <laughs> and so, but I'm super excited because I have none other than Stacy Crawley in the building with me tonight, today. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited. I met this young lady. Um at an event that I was serving at with none other than the amazing Dr. Shamika Latte. Like, out to her. Yeah, she's also a powerhouse. And I need to get home this pocket. Dr. Shamika, wait a minute. How come you ain't been up in the room? Like, we gonna have to get Get her in the room, room, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But this is where I met this amazing human being, this humble, this beautiful woman of God and mother, like everything. But I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to pray before I get ahead of myself. And then Stacy, I want you to come in. Whatever you want to share, I let my guests share whatever they want to share about whatever you want to share, who you are, whatever God leads you to do. Because don't nobody know you better than you, right? Come on now. Yes. So I I could never introduce you the way that you can. So but I'm gonna pray. I want you to introduce yourself. And then we y'all, I'm telling you, we just gonna let this thing flow this morning. It's been a heck of a morning. Yes. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. But that when it goes like that, I'm like, yeah, somebody about to get a chain broken yes. off of them. Somebody about yes. to have a breakthrough. Somebody about to get a nugget, a gem. Even if it's me, if it's they, I don't know who it is, but some about to take place with this connection right here today. And so let me go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come right now, Lord God, first and foremost, just to say thank you. Thank you. Lord, thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, God, for this hour, this time. Thank you for watching over us last night, Lord God. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God, for this beautiful human being, this beautiful sister, your daughter, the child of God, Father God, this lovely, amazing, phenomenal woman that I had the pleasure and honor of serving and meeting, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for the divine connection, Lord God. Lord, may you bless her, her children, her family, Lord God, her business, Lord God, 
physically, spiritually, financially, mentally, Lord God, everything that she puts her mind, heart, and hands to. May it increase, Lord God. May it bring glory, magnification, edification to the kingdom, Father God. Lord, bless this time right now. God, give me the words the questions. Give Stacy the, the true humbleness, the openness, the transparency, Father God, from her heart. Lord, let this touch someone. May the chains be broken off of the words that are spoken today. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. and amen. 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 Go ahead, my sister. Tell them who you, who, tell the audience, tell okay. the people who you be, who you Let's be. <laughs> All right, so first and foremost, I'm a child of the most high God. Let me just start there who is the head of my house and the head of my life. And after that, I am a mom of four beautiful, beautiful daughters. Um, I pride myself of being a mom. You know, God says your home is the first ministry. And that mm. is number one for me. And so, you know, I, let me go back to that. So I'm also a business owner. I am a love self, self-love specialist speaker and author as well. And what I do is I, I help purpose-driven women and teens to embrace self-love and to ignite their confidence and boldly walk in their purpose. Um, and then after all that, I still work a nine to five. <laughs> so <laughs> I am doing the things <laughs> um, until I can do these things full time. And so just allowing God to use me and to use me in the way that is, like you said, edifying to him, but then also helping to transform the lives of his people through my story, through my vulnerability, through um, my life. Because everything that I've gone through is for someone else to come along to get the blessing out of it or the lesson out of it. And so here I am. So happy to be here with you, Georgette. It's such a blessing to be here. Thank you for just inviting me and just being your wonderful, phenomenal, dynamic self. Thank you so very much. <laughs> and when I met you, I was like, this woman is a powerhouse. And I just felt your energy, your spirit. And I said, I have to connect with her. So thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we... The event that we, oh my God, y'all. Listen, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something. I just got to take a few minutes and give, listen, Dr. Shamika, listen, if y'all see something that Dr. Shamika is, is hosting, having, doing, you better be in the room, okay? Be in the room. That, that thing was fire. Yes, like, and the fact that the lights, right? Remember, at, we lost yes. power. <laughs> But the show went is, on. But God had his on. way. Okay. His way. We were there all morning, setting up, doing everything we needed to do. Yep. I mean, I was there early, like mm -hmm. hella early, mm -hmm. helping them set up, doing no problem. Like no. not one issue. Nope. Not one. As soon as the event started. Yep. I'm talking about as soon as it started. I think yep. Shamika said a few words. Yep. And yep. <laughs> And we heard, ooh. Yep. And the power just went out. Went I'm out. talking pitch black, yes. no power. Yes. But let me tell you about the power of the God that we Come serve. Come on now. Come on now. Because that thing winded up, oh my goodness. Some mm. people was delivered. Yes. Some people were transformed. Some people were, I mean, it, it was amazing. I, I just felt the spirit. I felt, I was mm. like, wow. 
That thing and then the fire. lights came right back on right after it was done, which right. was crazy, right? But what does God say? Like things, what things grow in the darkness. Ooh. Things are transformed in the darkness. You gotta go. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh! And people didn't. No one left. We no like she left. put out the disclaimer. Like, if you want to leave, you have the opportunity. But people put their cell phone lights on. Like we were in there in that moment together because we knew that there was going to be something that was going to shake up the atmosphere that needed to happen in that moment, yeah. and it did. And it did. Yeah. yeah, and I forgot. Yes, because the light stayed off the whole time. Yep. And as soon as we was done, you yep. right, the lights came right. Yep. <laughs> Listen, I love what you said. Absolutely true. Like in the dark, you know, that's just, I always think about, you know, planting a seed, right? Yes. When we plant that seed and it grows in it in the dark, like yes. the seed transforms because it goes in the ground as a seed, but it comes yes. out as something different, Come on. right? And that's Come the darkness. Yes. Girl, even when, that. even when that, that, what does the butterfly go through the chrysalis? And then yes. so it goes in as, oh my God. Okay. So, and then it comes out as the butterfly on the other side transformed. Like, that. my God, but go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. In the dark. <laughs> in the dark. No, this, I mean, somebody, <laughs> I told y'all, listen, y'all, I'm, th this one right here has no fun. I, I don't know. We, we just going to let it flow, let it go yes. and, and let it, and let it be. And so, as I was saying, I met Stacy and, just some intimate things that we shared when I met her and I just, I was so, um, I just got a chill even when I said that because most people, when you meet people for the first time, they don't open up like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to, I mean, Stacy just opened up and shared some things with me and I just was like, wow. But see, when, when you walk with that favor of God on you, right? And mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I just do, I have it. And so mm -hmm. people can see that. And when you're truly able to reciprocate that as well, right? Because then yeah. I share some things with you mm -hmm. and it was never even a question about, oh, you know, I can't share this with this woman. It's time for us to be vulnerable to yes. people that we know that God has connected us to. Now you yes. got to have that discernment y'all. Yes. And so, but guess what? You get there by building and having a relationship with him. And so I just want to thank you sis for trusting me that, and that you saw that. And I always say like, what do people, what do people see when they see me? Right. We always, yeah. I always, I don't know if other people do that, but I went through a phase with that with God, like God show me what people, and he's like, it's not for you. And he said, when you smile, you don't see your smile unless you're looking in the mirror, right? It's right. For other people. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't need to know what they see. Exactly. You it's just your life. Yes, you just continue to be who you are and exactly. don't worry about what they see. Okay. Exactly. So, so thank you. But I was as I was preparing, and I mean, I I don't know. I, I we, I've known about this for, and I was like, I don't know, like what. And I thought about our first meeting. And so I took a title, Finding Your Beauty Within. Mm. And then I put dot, 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 dot. What are you telling her and her in capital letters? And that's the other thing, right? Look, me and Stacy truly connected because her bit she talks all of her businesses ignite her mm -hmm. LLC. And I'm like, <laughs> oh! you know, that's so that was already a connection with yes. the ignite her country. That's all I'm about is that fire and ignite. Yes. And so I wanted when you hear that. 
I want to know. Well, first of all, let me let me give you the definition of what the 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 definition of what the world says that beauty mm-hmm. is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it says beauty, a combination of qualities such as shape, color, or form that pleases and they have pleases underline the aesthetic senses, especially the sight. And so when you hear finding your beauty within, what are you telling her? And when I, and so this her has a dual meaning, right? So her is you. So I want to hear about what are you telling her first, which is yourself, but then what are you telling her, the women that you are serving and in your own household? Because y'all heard, did y'all hear what she said? How many daughters she got? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so let me be quiet and go on and let you, because that's a lot to take in right there. But yes. Um. So if, if, but if I want to start by starting this with a, a quick story, right? So, mm-hmm. um, as a young child growing up, I, I grew up with, it was 14 of us grandkids. My mom is one of nine kids. And so, Woo! yes. <laughs> so I grew up in a pretty big family. And by now, I think it's probably maybe 30 great grandkids at this point. My grandmother passed away in 2011, God rest her soul. Um, and she was a family woman, right? So, but um, before the great, great grands came along and all that, my cousin and I would hang out all the time. We, you know, and I always felt like an outcast um, to a degree, but it didn't really surface until I think like the summer of 95. I think I was like 10 or that at that point. And we would do like just play different school. I mean, just play school and vacation Bible school, like just different things or whatever. And that summer, I guess my, my cousins decided they were bored, right? So they started calling me, they targeted me of all of my cousins. I was ugly. I was fat. I would never have a boyfriend. Right. Like I was thinking about that. Um, You know, my mom found me behind the trash can, like all the things that were just Mm. so mean and cruel to me. You're adopted like you don't fit in with our family. And it went on for years after that. And I suffered in silence. I got to a point where I believed everything that they told me. So I was suffering with my own low self-esteem. Right. I thought I was ugly. I thought I was fat. I thought I was undesirable. I thought I was you know, unacceptable. Um, I felt like I had to shrink because if I played too full out, meaning the the personality that God has given me, then somebody's going to say either you're on your high horse and you need to come down because you don't need to like, it's so many different things that I, I got. You're conceited, you're vain, you're this, you're that. And I was just trying to be myself, which is be just the, 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 the magnetic personality that I have now, because I've grown to like who I am now and love who I am. But I say that to say is that at that point, I thought beauty was based on their standards and what they Mm. thought that I was. And like I said, I believe what they said. So their perception was I was ugly. Right. So I didn't have a standard of beauty. I didn't know what it meant. I thought that um, I would never be or never live up to what they think that I should be. Or I'm sorry, I I didn't think that I was beautiful. Let me just start by that saying that. But when I got a little older and I started to really get into my relationship with God and it wasn't, and it took me a while, honestly, took me quite some time. And I remember God telling me, um, because I took the same energy into becoming a mom. Like, I mean, honestly, like I have four, Mm -hmm. so my oldest is 10. 
So I'll tell you, it probably wasn't until about 10 years ago. <sighs> 10, 10, seven years ago, because my middle child's seven. So guys, literally this whole time, I was still believing these things, <laughs> even to my adulthood. I didn't feel good enough. I doubted myself, blah, 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 right? So I remember sitting on my sofa one, one day and I was just like crying, like, God, nobody accepts me. You know, I'm not beautiful. I'm not this, I'm not that. And he said to me, very faintly, <laughs> um, why can't you see this yourself the way I see you? Mm. And so I had to remember from my teachings from growing up, because you know I grew up in a church and everything like that. And God believes that we're beautifully and wonderfully made. And our His beauty standard is not the world's beauty standard. And when I hear mm. finding the beauty within, that means finding your relationship with God within. That means seeing yourself the way that God sees you. That means finding what it is that your purpose to be here for, what it is that, you know, because God said we'd assault of the earth, like the way that he looks at us, the way that he feels about us, the world would never. And we shouldn't want that. You know what mm. I mean? And so I see myself, my, my beauty, my beauty standard is based on how God sees me. And that's the only thing that matters to me at this point. And when it comes to what I tell the women that God has placed in my space to minister to, um, to pour into, is that you are beautiful, but it's based on how God sees you. And I want you to see yourself how God sees you. Don't measure yourself by man. Don't measure yourself by the way of this world, because that's fleeting. It's about the way that you, the way that mm. you talk, the way that you walk, the way that you are edifying God in every single aspect of your life. That's the beauty. Mm. Are you following him? Are you living your life according to the life that he wants you to live according to his, you know, the, his, his commandments and different things that he wants you to live? Like, how are you living your life? That's the beauty of it. Right. Mm. And then with my daughters, it's, you know, because we are so in a, in, a, in a society that, you know, it's the colorist and all those things because I have a different hue in terms of my girls. I instill in my girls that beauty is aesthetic, it's outside, but it's also inside. So I tell my girls, you are, excuse me, beautiful inside and outside. Your skin is beautiful, your brown skin, your nose, your hair, but then also yes. the kindness that you exude, your empathy that you have, the way that you love God and that people see that in you because your light will shine when that happens, right? So I continue mm -hmm. to affirm mm -hmm. my girls and help them to see that they, you know what I mean, that they have to affirm themselves. So even my four-year-olds, we do affirmations, my seven-year-old, because I have four-year-old twins, and then my <laughs> seven-year-old, my 10-year-old. So... I said all that to say is that I I bring forth what I feel like God pours into me and what his word says. And I bring that forward to the people that he has blessed me to minister to. And then the, the young ladies that are in my own household. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you touched on so much. And and that's the other thing, how we connected to like, you know, I'm from a large family as well. Yeah. And used to hang out <laughs> at my cousin's house in the summertime in Philly. Yep. You know, we were always, I will all every summer I spent yes. with my cousin and not the same story though. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, but I got picked on because, you know, I was, 
I was lighter skinned mm-hmm. and you know, I, everyone, same thing. Oh, she thinks she cute. Mm-hmm. And my cousin was dark, like my cousin, mm-hmm. was, but we wasn't playing. My cousin was not with none of it. Like <laughs> she would, I wouldn't even have to do that. <laughs> she would fight. She would, I'd be like, it's okay. But you right? know, it's just, it's just crazy though. Yes. How kids and how the world and, and society, like I said, you know, let me give this definition of what the world says beauty is, right? And like I said, it has pleases under not lined and senses, you know, and, but we do, we have to remember in this scripture here, it says, this is from one Peter, um, what matters is not your outer appearance, mm. the styling of your hair, the jewelry you wear, the cut of your clothes, but your inner disposition, right? Yes. Because God looks at the heart. Yeah, He doesn't care because you can be the most beautiful person in the world and be the nastiest person yes. in the world. You know yes. what I mean? And so what is it that your heart and how are you using, like you said, the gifts and the purpose and the skills that God has instilled inside of you to be able to help others? Because guess what? This beauty... It fades away, it's honey. Bleak. Come on now, okay? <laughs> I don't care how much you try. Oh, how much you try is what I mean. Lord knows that we are all beautiful in our own right. way. But if we are blessed enough to be on this earth to live, we are going to change. We change constantly. Our appearance yes. changes. Everything changes. And so that's why I said the beauty that is within. So it's not what's on the outside is what's on the inside, you know? Yeah. And I always laugh when I think about the comedian, Samora. She's so funny. Yeah, she is. I was <laughs> watching one of her standups and she was like talking about, um, She's like, yeah, you know, I started dating a new guy, you know, he ugly, but he's good to me. <laughs> and every time I hear that, because guess what? Sometimes, you know, we have to train our young ladies, right? Yes. And you have four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listen in, ladies, like, don't be deceived, right? And then this yes. other one, this thing right here says, charm is deceptive. And beauty is fleeting. We just yes. said that. But a woman yep. who fears the Lord is to be praised. And Come so I want our young women, and I know we all go through it, right? Because I was there too. Ooh, he's so mm-hmm. fine. You know, mm-hmm. I only wanted to date a certain kind of guy, and he had to be this and that. Mm-hmm. And as you get older and as you mature and as you grow, you'll realize that charm is deceptive, right? Yes, we need is. to, what is his heart? What is his his relationship how does he treat you as a woman what is his intentions and so let's just talk about that a little bit too because i know that you have a story i don't know how much you want to share it's Mm -hmm. totally up to you i have a story too i was married before and you know we we just have to be careful because sometimes we allow certain things when we don't and and we were just talking about this a little bit earlier that before we went live, you know, I'm in a place and a space now where I'm kind of like digging in and asking God or, and asking myself and praying to God to reveal certain things. Like, Mm -hmm. why did I get married at 17 the first time? You know what I mean? Like what in the world? Like, what were you thinking? But some of it is because of that deception. How did I perceive myself? Why did I feel I had to make these choices, right? And so now as almost a 53-year-old woman, 
I'm going back and asking myself those questions to find out why, you know, and, and, and no shade against my first husband because we're, Mm -hmm. we still friends and all of that, but what was it? And it wasn't all him. It wasn't all me, but I can only work on me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what Mm -hmm. was it about me that made me make these decisions and choices and so that I can share that with other hers, right. And share my story. And so, yeah, so let's just talk about that. Like the choices and the decisions that you may have made because of all of those comments and those beliefs that you, those things that you were believing that were not true, but how did that affect your relationships and how did that affect how you, you know, dealt with men, others, or wherever you want to go? So I would say it definitely affected me. My God. So in a previous relationship, you know, I was in a situation where the guy was very disrespectful. Um, He wasn't, I mean, there were times where I didn't feel safe, whether it was emotional, mentally, um, sometimes physically, and it was uncomfortable for me, but I, I wouldn't say, I, to- I guess I'll say I tolerated because it was in my mind at the time, he gave me what I wanted on the back end, which was attention, which mm. was validation. Right. Um, it didn't matter how it came. Right. Because in my mind, Oh, I can change him. You know, I'll deal with this for now. I can change him. He doesn't do it all the time, but I can change him. Hmm. And it was because I didn't believe I deserved better. I didn't believe that um, I deserved to be with someone who truly loved me for me because at that time I didn't know who I was because Hmm. I was going based on what other people, how other people perceived me to be and what other people told me that I was. So I didn't take the time to get to know Stacy. And then I, you know, was with my husband, my ex-husband rather, and we got married so young right? And I was so caught up on the idea of being married and not the marriage itself, right? You know, you have this timeline. Oh my gosh, by this age, I'm going to be, you know, married Mm. with kids and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And God does not operate on time. So it was like I was taking the reins in my own hands and not consulting God on anything that I was doing. And so obviously, it didn't work out. It wasn't a great situation. I mean, of course, we had great moments, but there were things that were not so great, right? And so that's why we ended up in divorce over the last couple of years. And so, you know, it was very hurtful because that was not the the vision that I had for my life. You know, mm. I had envisioned, you know, I went to school, I got my degrees, I was working, you know what I mean? In my mind, I did all of the right things. Right. But it still didn't work out because it wasn't based on God. It wasn't based on what God wanted for me at that moment. And so. But also, of course, what what happened played into that, like I said, the low self-esteem, the low self-worth. And I didn't want to wait because I felt like I'm not going to find anyone else. Mm. I was 23. What was I thinking? (laughs) You know, what was I thinking? So I'm thinking I'm not going to find anyone else. Um, And this person was my first love. Right. Um, And here we are. 
But thank God wow. we're in a place where we're able to co-parent. We're able mm-hmm. to, you know, I've had to learn to forgive myself for the mm. things that I didn't know and the things that I know now. Um, and I also had to forgive him. Right. And so that's a huge thing. And then I had to go yes. through this whole transformation and going through. Sometimes God will take you through some things to make you learn some lessons. And this is where the self-love came into place, because going through this tumultuous period in my life, becoming a single parent, parenting through the pain of divorce, I had to find myself through all of it. Like mm. that was in and of itself was hard. So um, hopefully I answered the question. But no. no. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I love that parenting through the pain. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, you know, that's that's powerful right there. It's like, because how do you continue to show up, right, for her, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how do you continue to to show up for her? Like, what are you telling her? Because that's a lot to... Yeah, have to still show up, right? Because you're just not showing up for yourself. You got to show up for your your children and all of the responsibilities. And so, I mean, can you just Mm -hmm. give, um, I don't know, I guess a couple, maybe two or three tips to help someone that's going through that right now, right? Because there's people dealing with that like right now. So how do you continue to show up? And and what did you have to do? I mean, like, what did that look like? Did you get some outside help? Did you get like, because we know, oh, parenting and being and then doing it by yourself, y'all, it is Lord. not a game. Okay. So, <laughs> not a game. <laughs> yes, not a game. And, and I don't know at that time how many kids you had at the time, if you had all four already, but all four. Woo. Yeah. The oh, divorce was actually, our divorce was actually finalized. Um, February 2021. So I've had, yeah, I had all four of my kids. I'm going to sip um, some um, coffee on that one while you wear, because honey, listen, that's a lot. Y'all, y'all heard this. My sister says she got twins. <laughs> yes. Girl, girl. Um, so what did I have to do? God, I'm going to share three things, if that's okay with you. One, yeah, I had to, thank you. Like one, I had to really sit down and figure out, okay, where is so much going on around me? So much noise and so much noise. Okay, God, where am I? And I had to sit down and I had to talk to God because I was mad. I was mad. I was like, listen, this is not what we talked okay, about. Wait, wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, like, Stacey, Mm-hmm. Stacy, go back because you you popped out for a minute. Out, listen, y'all. I keep trying to tell y'all we've been having somebody. Can you go back because you popped out for a minute and I missed that whole the first thing you said. So go back for me, okay. Queen. Okay, can you hear? Can you hear me now? I can. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Okay, so do you remember where I stopped? You said the first thing I had to do, and then you left. And okay, then you popped up. Okay, somebody don't want to say this conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so listen. All right, so the first thing I had to do was have a conversation with God about where I was because it was so much noise. It was so much stuff going on around me that I felt like I was losing it. It was so much going Mm. on. And so I had to, and, and I don't, I don't feel like I lost my relationship with God because I didn't, but I had gotten away from it because I was in so much pain and I was so mad because it's not Mm. what I wanted for my life. And so I had to really have a, 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 a talk with God, like, what's going on? Like, help me to understand this. 
Um, and I had to really lean into him and he would tell me, trust me, my daughter, trust me. That mm. to activate my faith. It was hard. It was so hard because we want to be able to understand why this is going on. I don't understand it, but he's like, I don't need you to understand me, but all things are working together for your good because you've been mm. called according to my purpose and I love you. So I need you to under, I need you to just sit back and let me do my thing. So I had to really activate my faith and allow God to move in my life. Number two, I had to start to ignite that self-love and like really dig into like, who am I as a person beyond what, what I define myself as a wife, how I'm defined as a mother, who am I to my core? Who am I? So I had to start to figure out what do I like? What do I don't like? So I had to start doing mm -hmm. things that really, really allowed me to tap into myself, that self-care, the things that really charged my battery. I love going to sip out of water. My God, I love to sip out of water and just watch the waves come in and out. I love to just sit and, and journal my thoughts. Sometimes I get off course with that, but it helps me to just take thoughts to paper, right? Just to get it all out. I had to really think about, okay, sometimes I like to just take a ride and just listen to music and maybe go somewhere and come back. Like It doesn't have to be something that's so significant, like going to the spa or all the time, right? Doesn't have to be that. If you'd like to do that, that's amazing. But doing that inner work to really figure out why am I in this place? What triggered me? Like what what makes me behave the way that I do? And so number three, working with my therapist. When I was going through my divorce, my separation, I was in therapy at least twice a week. Twice a week. Because I needed to get I needed to get to the root of why I was the way like why things had shaped that in the way that in which they did right and how can I be the best version of myself so that I can show up in the best way possible for my girls because I still had to mom <laughs> at the end of the mm -hmm. day I still had to right. be me I'm still a daughter I'm still an aunt and so I had to go and do the things that I needed to do to really dig in, to go deep, to get into that place of isolation, right? Because sometimes when people say, oh, I'm isolated, mm. no, God will take you to a secret place because he's shielding you from a lot of things. And so he will isolate you so that on the other side, he could bring the transformation. So, yeah. Mm. Woo. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I hope y'all caught them three nuggets, ladies. Uh, <laughs> and that's, just a, that's just a few things I've done, but go, yes. <laughs> yes, that's why I'm in too. I mean, it's, but I love number three. Y'all heard what she said, therapist. Like yes. I had to seek outside help because, and it's strength in that because yes. we got to, and I, I'm so glad that things are changing now, right? I literally just went to um i visited a new church um this week and yeah. i was pleasantly surprised that the pastor's message he talked about and shared on how he deals and suffers from anxiety mm -hmm. and he literally shared his whole story and how he's working through that and you know, they, I had never experienced that in a church yeah. and they literally were calling people to the front when church was dismissed. He said, I, we're going to dismiss everybody. But if you're suffering from mm. anxiety, stress, depression, whatever it may be, if you're having thoughts of suicide, please come to the front. Let yeah. us help you. Let us cover you. Let us pray for you. Let us give you resources. And mm -hmm. I just, I was so excited about that. Yes. I've never ever, and I've been in church a long mm -hmm. time. I have mm -hmm. never 
experience that, I mean, yes, they talk about, oh, we're going to pray for you, but mm-hmm. to literally say, come to the front and let us help you. Let us yes. talk about it. Let us give you the resources that you need. That was significant. That was yeah. amazing. And so I want people to know if you need the help, God created everybody. Yes. He created yes. the therapist. He gave yes. them the special skills to help you when you are going through things like this. This is, yeah. is I mean, divorce and breakup and relation. like it's a lot. Yeah. And back then I, I didn't go through counseling because I didn't, it just, it just happened. And I was still mm-hmm. young, you know, when I divorced, cause I got married early and I was yeah. still young and, and just trying to figure all of those things out. And it, it's just a lot. And like you said, you're still momming, you know, yeah. through all of that and still have to be auntie and sister mm-hmm. and friend. And, but when God puts you in that isolation and in that wilderness, hunting. Come on now. <laughs> it just makes me think of like the diamond too, right? But like the process mm. that the diamond goes through that darkness, that, that, that hard pressure, right? That pressure that you go through. And then you come out shining on the other side, my God, you know? Yes. I just thank God I don't look like what I've been through, praise God, like I tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of that, yeah, like let's talk about that. Let's talk about now, like where you are. We talked about all of the work and and so like let's talk about where you are and like ignite her because you know that that's my thing all about that fire and igniting people and igniting ourselves first and foremost right because we have to be the ones who ignite so we have to have that fire within us and we have to uh continue to seek God to give us the fire, yes. right? And then when yes. we need to rest, we need to rest because we was talking about that too, right? When yes. we need to when we need to sit down, we need to sit down. Mm-hmm. But tell me all about like ignite her and like it would just give me chills. Like just tell me all about that and how did that come about? Yeah. So um is ignite her purpose LLC. And for me, I when I started my business in 2019 I kept saying, okay, God, what do you want me to name this business? Like, what what you want me to name it? I don't know. You got to be something that's going to like represent you. And it's like, what is it? And so for me, I've always been purpose driven. It's always been, okay, God, what do do I need to do for your kingdom? And so when I sat down and he said, ignite her purpose, it was, okay, I had to go and like, look up the word ignite. I mean, I knew what it meant, but like for it to be come together, it was just like, oh yes. Like I wanting to talk to the women that know that there's a fire burning in their belly with purpose, right? Mm -hmm. That they need to ignite or that they have ignited, but they don't know how to bring it forth. They're stuck. There's something going on, whether it's something from their past, something that's holding them back, something that's keeping them shrunken in a shrunken place, something that is making them feel diminished where they're not able to fully walk in that. That's where that came from because it was like, I wanna be able to be that conduit so that, I mean, for God, so that women can ignite their purpose and come forward because we owe it to the world to share our gifts and our talents and our abilities so that we can help each other in any way possible. And so that was the biggest thing for me. I just, and and I always had this vision. People say like, what is your avatar, right? Like what is your avatar business? And I always had this woman in my head that was like sitting on the floor in her kitchen, just weeping, crying, like 
God, I know that you have a plan for me, but what is it? I don't know what to do. I, you know, I know that there's something that you call me greater to do, but I'm feeling stuck. You know, I, my past is keeping me here and all this. And these are the thoughts going through her mind. And then this woman comes in and she adjusts her crown, so to speak, and gives her a helping hand to pull her up off that floor mm -hmm. so that she can walk boldly in what God has given, you know, a purpose in her to do. And so that's, that's my mindset. And I want to help that woman, those women. So, yeah. Mm, yes. That five. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Yes. I yeah. mean, there, there's nothing like, and it's so funny because one of my sisters that I, I met a lot, like I winded up going to um, actually one of my first coaches, mm -hmm. um, his wife, um, didn't know her, but she was having an event in California. Shout out to Ray. And um, her and I were sitting by the water because I love to see. That's why we connect to. I right? love the water, right? <laughs> and so Ray and I are by the water and we're just talking and she was just saying like, you know, like, what's your purpose? Like, what are you? Like, what are you, you know? And she's like, when I look at you, I see fire. And this was even mm -hmm. before I even had ignite her country club right and wow. she's just telling me that I'm fire and like I mean she was just and I'm like oh, okay like you know she's like when I see you like you're just fire like you just yeah. ignite like she was speaking all of this stuff into me one of the people that was like really seeing and all because some yeah. things are spoken into me right like we talked about that too that's the whole mm -hmm. I digress on mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. But it's just amazing how when you connect with certain people and they're dropping these seeds and these things into you that you have no idea that God is laying yes. the blueprint, that God is laying the path, you know. And so now whenever I think about <clears throat> Ignite Her and all of that, and when it came about, same thing, like just sitting there and just like ignite her and I'm like oh my goodness and then someone else you know like ignite her country club and I'm like oh wow like you know because for me I was like when you think of country club mm -hmm. you always think of old white men playing yeah. golf right yeah. <laughs> so it's just the complete opposite and so when people they're like whoa country club. Right. Like, what, what? you know and so I love that because we are like we are to be the fire like we yes. are to be because even God he says my word is like fire yes. like my mm. word is like fire when I read that I was like my God when I read that verse I believe mm. in this in Jeremiah my word is like fire I mean and so we are to find whatever that purpose is like you say and to be that and to yeah. do that and to be able to share that with other people whether it's through conversation whether it's mm -hmm. through a smile whether it's through just a text message and say hey girl you on my mind whatever the yes. case may be to yes. help and lift each other up because it is a, so much that we deal with worrying about what the world says and worrying yeah. about what others say worrying about what our family weren't I mean we have so much on our minds but we have to remember to put God first Absolutely. To let that beauty that is inside of us, like we talked about, to shine through because that's yes. all that matters. That's yes. all that matters. <laughs> yes. It's all yes. that matters. It's all Absolutely. that matters. And so I, I just, and I love what you said too. I wrote, I, I forgot the exact words, but you said something about my home is my first um, 
it wasn't ministry. mission, but I wrote ministry. ministry. Okay, yeah. I knew it was. So let's talk about that too, because I told you know I told you that that's kind of where I am right now, right? Just mm -hmm. ministering to my house because sometimes we can get so caught up in yes. trying to help her, right? Talking mm -hmm. about other hers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that we lose sight of ministering to our home first, and so. And God will set you down if you got yes, that relationship. Will. And he Come will set now. you down and say, uh, hello, just like I heard, yes. get your house in order. <laughs> yes, and so let's just talk about that and and where you are with ministering to your home first. Because I can't just, I can't stress it enough. And every time I think about you and I pray for you about your four girls, because these are young women who will mm -hmm. be, going into the world who are going to be game changers and who are going to now take the torch. And so what does that look like for you ministering to your home first? So now that you can minister to others. Yeah. You know, so, okay. When it comes to business, right. You know, you have a lot of gurus, right. That tell you, um, if you're not hustling hard enough, you know, you know, you don't really want it. You know, if you're not doing this, you ain't staying up to the crack of dawn. You you don't really want it. If you're not doing this, you're not doing that. You know, you know, if you're not that you're being lazy, you're not, right. All the things that make you feel inadequate as a person. But we don't operate on the world's way of doing things. We operate on the kingdom, we doing kingdom business. Right. So God had to sit me down. If we're gonna be honest about it. So over the summer, my girls were home with me for the summer. I didn't do summer camp or anything like that. And I made sure that, you know, we had a good time. We had a great time. And I wanted to spend that time with them because it's so important for me to be able to pour into my girls now. God says train them up in the way in which they should go and they won't depart, right? So if I am training my girls and I'm teaching them and showing them, yes, I've done podcast features here and there or spoke on a virtual stage, but physically going to different places to speak a lot, I have pulled back just because right now I feel like God has put me in a season to slow down a bit and to rest and to put my attention onto my girls. Um, like I said, my daughter, my oldest is 10. And so um, I'm so sorry. Let me turn this thing off. My oldest is 10. Right. And so she's going to be going to middle school soon. And so it's quite important <laughs> for me to open that door for her for communication. Right. In addition mm -hmm. to my other kids. Right. And so I think it's so important that right now in the season that I'm in is to just be available for my girls. And I personally believe, personally believe that if I'm not taking care of home first, I can't possibly go out into the world and feel integrity in my soul. If I'm not taking care of home first and then I come and I pour into other people and I'm leaving home to dry, like I can't do that. <laughs> mm. um, so for me, I think I'm in a place where I'm allowing God to move and to di direct my path and where he wants me to go next, you know? And so when people come along and they say, Hey, I want you to do a feature on my podcast, I will do that because I'm sharing my story and I'm glorifying God in that, but to be actively out and doing that, I'm not in that space right now. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Um, I definitely would speak. I will go to events. I will coach people, but at the moment I'm okay with where God has me. So, mm. yeah. 
that's big. I mean, because like you said, we you hear that all the time. Oh yeah, hustle hard, right? You know, and stuff, <laughs> and then you get burned out and you tired. Yes, you know, saying gurus and people who was telling you that like where are they because exactly. you can never serve from an empty cup so i mean right. do what you can stand i mean I, i'm not here to tell anybody <laughs> anything <laughs> but i want people to know that it's okay too like to sit yeah. down like yeah you have okay to know what to... season you're in you have to know Ooh. what season you're in and, and there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of times God will, sometimes it's, it's okay to, to take a step back to move forward, right? Like mm. sometimes you take a, you slow down to speed up, right? Sometimes, and I know that sounds weird, but God will put you in a place where he will sit you down, do what he needs to do with you, and then propel you forward faster than you ever even thought. So sometimes you just got to be in tune with him and be able to be quiet enough to hear his voice to know what season you're in. So that you don't need mm. to get caught up in what the world is telling you to do versus where God is leading you to. Did y'all get that right there? I hope y'all got that nugget. That, I'm just <laughs> going to leave that right on there because that was the nugget in itself. I hope you got that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That was for me too, sis. So I appreciate you. <laughs> that honestly, I don't me. mean, and I don't mind putting it out there because... I personally feel like, you know, our vulnerability is our superpower. You know, mm-hmm. if I come on here and I'm not transparent with you, how can you have your breakthrough? There may be a woman on, you know, that might hear this or a man that might hear this and feel the same way and feel like I'm going and going and going. But God is telling me to stop. God is telling me to, to chill. God is telling me to take a step back. But they don't know how to do that because they are worried about what it's going to look like. They're worried about what they're missing out on. You can't miss what is meant for you, right? Mm. Yes, we talked about that. That FOMO. Yeah, you gotta get yeah. over that. That FOMO, that fear of missing out. You have yeah. to nothing that God has for you will you ever miss, right? Okay, yeah, nothing. I can guarantee <laughs> you that there's nothing that you will miss that He has just for you. Now, right. it may not come how you think. It may not look exactly. like what you was expecting, but it's going to come, and so. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I mean, I, I I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, the nuggets and the gems and sharing this time with me because I do not take that for granted. Right. Because time is something that um, we have to appreciate. And so I thank you for coming and sharing these gems and nuggets for me with me. I mean, and so but before we go, I always um, <clears throat> ask two. Well, I always ask one question that I ask everyone, and then we're going to do a little Bible trivia. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, every, look, everybody always started, they were like, oh, Lord, here goes your <laughs> What? And so, the first question, I mean, the question I ask everyone, of course, because it's called praying and preaking, but what does prayer mean to you? Prayer means to me just a conversation with God. And and it's not a one-way conversation. Conversation mm. is back and forth, right? So we talk to God, he talks back to us. But we have to, you have to, what is it? When you're having a conversation with people, healthy communication, it's called active listening, right? Mm. So just as much as you speak, now let me just, let me, let me go back. When you're speaking, you're speaking to the, you know, you're speaking to God, but then you're also listening to what he's saying and you're not listening just to speak or to 
you know, I want this, I want this. No, it's also actively listening to what he's telling you to do. Um, so to me, it's just a, it's a two-way conversation between me and God and my personal relationship with him, um, based on my personal relationship with him. That's how yes. I see prayer. Yes. Being obedient. Mm, thank obedient. You. There you go. Yes. And listening. That's the hard part, right? So. <laughs> yes. And faith. Yes. That's the hard part. Just and application. Still. I'm sorry. Application yeah. too. Woo. Yeah. Mm, come on now. Yeah. Because he can tell you that. But if you're not doing it, then. There you go. <laughs> bad too. So that's, that's true. And so, and, and we, you know, I always tell people, um, you know, I've run into so many, uh, well, not so many, but I've run into a number of people who say, well, I don't know how to pray or, you know, I don't. And it's and I'm like, it's, you know, we have to reprogram our mind again, yeah. like we talked about earlier for those things that we were taught and what we, you know, what we were told that prayer was and this and that like it's a personal relationship with him yeah. like you said it's open communication with him and whatever that looks like because it looks different my prayer yeah. life is different from your prayer life you mm -hmm. know versus someone else's but I just tell people just listen I talk to God just like I'm talking to you Someday exactly. I'll be like listen here God exactly, right <laughs> like I don't understand why you do that can't, well, why am I supposed to be doing it? Like, yeah, like it's literally a conversation as if you're talking to your your best friend. <laughs> like, absolutely. And he and look, and he better than a best friend because he can fix it. Come on Woo. now, come on he now. Can, he can fix it. So, yes, absolutely. All right, and so my Bible trivia question is not hard. I promise <laughs> you, it's not hard. And so I was like, okay, God, where, where you want me to go with question? Because I always, I always uh, try to find a question related to the title and what we're talking about and beauty and all of that. So it was, it was mm -hmm. a lot that I could have, but I want, so the question is, which Bible beauty, talking about a woman, approached the king without an appointment? And I'm going to get, it's multiple choice. You don't even have to guess. A, Queen Esther. B, Bathsheba, C, Mary, or D, Abigail. Which Bible beauty approached the king without an appointment? And she was going to ask for the king to save her people. Queen Esther, Bathsheba, Mary, or Abigail? I'm going to go. Oh, God, I need to get in my work more. <laughs> I'm going to no. go with, I don't know why I'm going with um, Esther, but I believe it's Abigail. But okay, we're going to go with Esther. That's right. Esther okay. is right. <laughs> That's what I, I was, that was the first thing that came to me. I was like, no, it was Esther. <laughs> I was like, no, don't change it. Yes, it's Esther. It's Esther. <laughs> yes, Queen Esther. And Queen Esther was no, I mean, she was beautiful, but yeah. she was also known for her heart and mm -hmm. for the things that she stood for. And so, yes, it was Queen Esther. She went before and she was like, if, listen, she went hard. She was like, if I just, if I get persecuted, then I get mm -hmm. persecuted, but I mm -hmm. have to do this. And so I, I just thought about that and I thought about you and, and I know like, that's what you're saying. I'm going to go, I'm going to stand up for my yes. sisters. Stand yes. up for my daughters. I'm going to stand up 
for her, I'm going to ignite her no matter what. And just like you said, I love what you said about the woman sitting on the floor and just coming in and fixing her crown. And so that's all we can do. One, I always say, God, just one woman at a time. Yes. One, one, however you lead me, um, just let me be able to touch one. And because that one can then touch another and we can wind up touching many, you know. And so yes. we just continue to stand boldly on his word and what he has for us. And so I know you say you don't have, you know, anything going on right now, but let the people know, like, how can they still connect with you? How can they follow you? How can they support you? How can they learn more about you? So if there's anyone else that has a podcast or whatever that wants you to come on and sit with them. So tell them how they can reach you. Sure. Okay. So you guys can definitely reach me on Instagram, um, Instagram, Facebook, as well as LinkedIn at Stacy S. Crawley is the handle for all three. So that's Stacy without an E. And then, of course, Stacy S. Crawley. And then you can also go to my website. Um, if you want to have me to speak or coach or anything like that, you can go to my website, www.stacyscrawley.com. So, yes. And thank you so much for having me. I'm just so, so oh. excited to be here. So thank you so much. I just wanted to say that, too. You are so <laughs> welcome. And her last name is C-R-A-W-L-E-Y. I just wanted yes. to spell that for you guys. And so, Stacy, before we go, I always ask to just, um, what is it that you want to share um, with the audience, with the people, whatever lasting words, words of encouragement, ignitedness, as my friend, uh, <laughs> my friend Renee called me. Renee, wait, she's, she's like, she makes up words. She's like, you're my ignitedness, Georgia. I'm like, okay. She said, I know I just made that up. So <laughs> um, I, I think what I will leave with the people is to just Know what season you're in. And then if God is pushing you to go forward and to do his work and not to be in a rest season or trend or isolation season, and it's time to go, I want you to go. And I want you to do it to the point where you empty yourself so that when you stand in front of him, he will say, job well done. Because the last thing I want anyone to leave this earth is to leave and not to have fulfilled their purpose, their goals, their dreams, and which God had purposed in them to do so. Just go hard, go at it, and allow God to lead you. Um, and if you're in a space of isolation, if you're in a space of rest, be okay with that. And know that God will take you places that you have never even imagined if you activate your faith and lean on him and not your own understanding. Mm. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I thank you, Queen. I thank, thank you, thank you, Queen. thank you. What an awesome, amazing time. And we made it through it. Woo! <laughs> Because we were having technical difficulties right? at the beginning. Something was trying not to get this thing through, but it got through. And so thank you, God, for that. And I know that it will hopefully inspire, ignite, um, give someone some fuel to be able to continue to press on. And I love what you said, no matter what season that you are in. And um, something that just came to my heart, too, you know, just please don't let others define who you are right and yeah. so we talked about that in the beginning don't let the world or others even yourself because yeah. girl listen sometimes we can get in our own mm -hmm. way right and we can be our own worst enemy and so 
as we said earlier, let find a way to, to see how God sees you and let yeah. that be the definition of how you fill up this world and how you fill up the space and how you go about loving yourself, being confident, being, being just enjoying life. And that yeah. that's like where I am. Like I've always been loud and boating, but I just yeah. show up and I'm not going to be for everybody. And it's yep. okay. Cause I'm comfortable okay. in that. Right. And so, Amen. and, and I just am learning to love myself. Like God sees me and loves yes. me. And so, and I pray that that falls over when I meet other people so that I can be that light for them, just like they can Absolutely. be the light for me. So, Absolutely. all right. Yes. All right, y'all. Well, I thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgette, aka The Preaker. And y'all know what I always say. Deuces! I'll see you guys <laughs> next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Prayers up, yeah, prayers yeah. up. Blessings yeah. from the Lord, put yeah. your prayers yeah. up. Prayers yeah. up, yeah, prayers yeah. up. Yeah. Blessings